Farmers are the heartbeat of rural America. Congress recently invested $20 billion in America's farmers and ranchers, focusing on conservation practices and profits for future generations. Today, these funds are at risk. You're squawking over $20 billion, that USDA program. It's investment into the future for everybody. If the funding was eliminated, it could hurt farms and families. Tell Congress, protect this generational investment in the Farm Bill. Learn more at investinourland.org. Paid for by Invest in Our Land. Hello, Nerdcasters. It's Scott Bland, and this is a special debate night episode of the show. Wednesday was the first night of a two-night Democratic presidential debate. Ten candidates on the stage in Miami broadcast on NBC, MSNBC, and Telemundo. And what we're going to do is we're going to take you into a key moment of the debate, play it for you, and then break it down with senior politics editor and Nerdcast stalwart Charlie Matessian. Charlie, thank you so much for joining me in this quiet corner of the Politico newsroom on this uh, wild night. Scott, thanks for having me on this crazy night. All right, let's get to it. Here's the moment. Co-moderator Lester Holt, and this came pretty close to the beginning of the debate. Co-moderator Lester Holt digging into the uh, one of the biggest policy questions facing Democrats in this presidential campaign, talking about health care, specifically Medicare for all. And he asked the candidates to put their hands up uh, if they would consider or, or supported getting rid of private uh, health insurance. And Senator Elizabeth Warren was one of two candidates who raised her hand. So then Holt directed a question uh, specifically to her about this. And we're going to play the whole thing. It's about a minute and a half. Senator, Senator Warren, you signed on to Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All plan. It would put essentially everybody on Medicare and then eliminate private plans that offer similar coverage. Is that the plan or path that you would pursue as president? So yes, I'm with Bernie on Medicare for All. And let me tell you why. I spent a big chunk of my life studying why families go broke. And one of the number one reasons is the cost of health care, medical bills. And that's not just for people who don't have insurance, it's for people who have insurance. Look at the business model of an insurance company. It's to bring in as many dollars as they can in premiums and to pay out as few dollars as possible for your health care. That leaves families with rising premiums, rising co-pays, and fighting with insurance companies to try to get the health care that their doctors say that they and their children need. Medicare for all solves that problem. And I understand. There are a lot of politicians who say, oh, it's just not possible, we just can't do it, it's have a lot of political reasons for this. What they're really telling you is they just won't fight for it. Well, health care is a basic human right, and I will fight for basic human rights. All right, Charlie, we're gonna we're gonna pick apart this segment thought by thought a little bit, but but first your initial reaction here on this question and this answer from Senator Warren. I think I might be a little bit of a contrarian on this because I know there were a lot of oohs and ahs during that moment because uh, obviously Senator Warren has been circumspect on the answer of Medicare for all, that she's sort of kind of there, but not completely there with Bernie, not all the way out there. But And, and by saying the, by agreeing with the statement that she would uh, abolish private insurance, that got her beyond where she's been in the past. And she did say that she agrees with Bernie. But in my mind, I don't know that there was anything in that answer that committed her to the Bernie Sanders model of Medicare for all. Because if you notice the way she answered that, it sounded to me like she had practice for it. She was much more articulate and she was crisp and she was fluid in her answer, much better than she has been in the past. And the, and the language she used too. 
yes, and let me tell you why. So yes, I'm with Bernie on Medicare for All, and let me tell you why. That to me is a politician who thought about exactly what she was going to say in advance. Let me tell you why, because here comes the story, and she tied it in to her personal narrative. I spent a big chunk of my life studying why families go broke. She tied it in to the the academic studies that she was strongest in, the idea of bankruptcy. and And one of the number one reasons is the cost of health care, medical bills. And that's not just for people who don't have insurance. It's for people who have insurance. And the effect on families and what, what were the drivers of, of bankruptcy. That leaves families with rising premiums, rising co-pays, and fighting with insurance companies to try to get the health care that their doctors say that they and their children need. Medicare for all solves that problem. So for all those reasons, I feel like it's just that she's getting more comfortable talking about it and fleshing out a complicated position. But as I hear that answer, and as I looked at the transcript afterward, I don't know that there's anything in there that commits her uh, to anything. Because at the end of the day, what she is saying is, I believe uh, healthcare is a basic human right. And I think within that rubric, there are a lot of ways to get to where she wants to go on healthcare policy. And it may not be exactly Medicare for all. That's a really interesting point, Charlie. So for, for sake of comparison, Let's let's listen to what Elizabeth Warren had to say during a CNN town hall almost exactly three months ago, actually, on on this very question uh, put to her by by Jake Tapper uh, when when they were one on one on stage. So theoretically, though, there could be a a role for private insurance companies under President Warren. There could be there could be a temporary role. Even Bernie's plan has a runway before it gets there. Um, because it's a look, it's a big and complex system, and we've got to make sure that we land this in a way that doesn't do any harm. Everybody has got to stay covered. It's critical. Now that that sounds to me like a much more direct embrace tonight versus three months ago uh, of, of the end of private insurance. And here's here's why that that kind of perked my ears up because this is the exact question that that Kamala Harris tied herself in knots over a little bit uh, just after jumping into the presidential race at the beginning of the year. And and why it's an issue, it's, you know, there's recent polling from the Kaiser Family Foundation uh, earlier this month on this. 55% of people say they, they think, based on what they've heard or, you know, what, what they think would be involved in a Medicare for All plan, that they'd be able to keep their current insurance under such a plan. And 58% of, of Americans say they would oppose a Medicare for All plan if it would eliminate private health insurance companies. So it, it, given, given those numbers and Harris's reaction after wading into this territory earlier this year, I thought it was interesting that, that Warren is going there more explicitly now after kind of declining the opportunity to go there so forcefully and explicitly a few months back. Right. Well, uh, first, I, th- I think the polling is so hard to read. I mean, because oh, yeah. just, you know, tiny tweaks in the language change everything. Um, so it's really hard to, to under to gauge anything from, you know, looking at all the, the, the polling data. But I would say, sure, it was a much more direct embrace of the end of private insurance, uh, a much more direct, much more explicit embrace of the end of private insurance from Warren than we've seen in the past. But I still, as I read the transcript, as I heard her tonight, I did not hear a dramatic change or anything that committed her in a way 
uh, that really tied her hands together. To me, that was a politician who is on the rise, who is in competition with Bernie for the progressive votes uh, and believes she needs to get a little bit closer to his position, needs to tweak her position slightly more, but that's still a competition with Bernie. And uh, ultimately, she's still retaining some ability to maneuver without directly embracing uh, the Bernie Sanders position. So ultimately, your analysis, Charlie, uh, good primary politics, far from anything fatal in terms of general election politics. Yeah, I think in the past we would have thought embracing something like this would be fatal in general election politics. But I think, you know, when you when you fuzz fuzz up the language a little bit, you muddy the water surrounding where exactly you stand on a complex issue like this, you're probably in good standing in the general election because you can walk it back, you can tweak it, you can shape it around the edges as long as she's not all the way out there. I think she has some plausible deniability in front of constituencies that might have a real problem with a Medicare for all position in a general election. There are a lot of politicians who say, oh, it's just not possible. We just can't do it. It's have a lot of political reasons for this. What they're really telling you is they just won't fight for it. Well, health care is a basic human right, and I will fight for basic human rights. Charlie, thank you so much for, for coming in to break it all down after running Politico's live chat tonight. Thank you, Scott. All right. Well, if you like tonight's show, that's great because we're doing it all again tomorrow after night two of the Democratic debate. And if you liked learning about some of the issues at play in the debate, we've got just the thing for you. It's Politico's issue tracker uh, just launched this week. We've got reporting on the positions of more than 20 candidates on more than 50 issues put together by more than 100 Politico journalists. You can find it at politico.com slash 2020 issues. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, and thanks to Jenny Ament for producing. Dave Shaw is the executive producer of Politico Audio. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.